Here the old gods are dead. Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. <laughs> hey uh, this is a creepy wee podcast i'm rebecca with liam hi i can see you <laughs> me and liam are recorded differently um we've changed host we've got ads sorry and, uh, and we can see each other now so the chemistry is really up it's like we can yeah, look into each we'll... other's eyes <laughs> the, the podcast is gonna have so many pauses because we're just gonna look longingly at each other across the monitor <laughs> and i'm like fully in my bed like <laughs> 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 fully reclined kicking her feet behind her going la 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 <laughs> I it feels really girly do you want to tell the dolls where you've been where have i been where did you come from? Where did you go? Where did you go? <laughs> uh, do you know that song is by an ICD? Cotton Eye that. Joe. Like the cotton eye is like, you know, like chlamydia makes your... And then the Joe is the... Is... We're like Philly just making faces <laughs> each other. <laughs> it's just how all... Like I've always wondered what the like pauses are in podcasting, but it's just you're looking at each other. Uh-huh. Well, I mean... We do have the option to like actually make this like a thing, but we it's behind a paywall. Yeah, no. I could you're... simply screen record the thing that we're doing right now and get it for free. Yeah, can you actually do that? Can you video record a screen? I don't know. The hosts are listening right now, and they're going to take this like away from me. They're like right off the influencer plan. Oh, there's probably they can probably tell if you're doing that. I suppose. Yeah, people oh, are loving like, uh... this conversation. I know <laughs> the way that I'm going to delete this. Um, no, but you abandoned me for two episodes. Where you been? <laughs> well, it feels like nobody wants to fucking work anymore. Like, so... <laughs> <laughs> I've been examining I, I went for a meeting with my supervisor today actually and I was like I'm sorry in advance for the question you have to read and she laughed and was like I've been marking <laughs> oh my god <laughs> and she was like I'm sure you did fine even though I'm not allowed to say and I'm like okay well, that's that's good that's reassuring <laughs> but Aww, it impl- she implied pretty much that 
I did speak gibberish at the end, like in tongues, fully in tongues. It's you kind of like me after the final exam and like text because we double text, but you like you sent weens and I was I like, was... I'm just gonna let him get through this before I reply. <laughs> I was love bombing you. I was fully just You were trauma dumping. <laughs> <laughs> And I think I was at, I was at work or so I was doing some in my phone because I normally just sit with my text to you open or my girlfriends depends which one he's have decided to love that day and like just watch the text like rattle through and I was definitely talking to somebody and I was like he he mental <laughs> I was like excuse me I've got to go to the toilet so I can calm Liam in and I was like no sweetie you probably did amazing I'm not kidding the hardest exam I've ever sat. What else have I been doing? Oh my god. So you know how there was like fully like a recession or whatever and I was like the biggest one ever. Well, <laughs> I work on a particular street in Glasgow and that entire street just turned to the gutter immediately. As soon as that was announced, it was like, absolutely, absolutely. This is definitely going to be like Victorian era peasantry <laughs> right now. Bank windows were broken too. <gasps> On the same street on my way to work that morning i got into work and they were like oh um the ship pipe is leaking and there's pissy water all over <laughs> this dock room and i was like great fun that's cool nothing was damaged except for like my psyche <laughs> you know <laughs> like philly turning into like oliver Twist. yeah i was like okay cholera cool uh, <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, no, I've really, like, I wish I had more exciting tales, but I just don't, because I've been reading, like, a little hermit, like, oh, yes, this will make good extra reading in the exam answer. (laughs) (laughs) I've had, like, well, obviously, because I hosted with Holly, uh, then Gambo as well, which was really, really fun, but I didn't feel like I could, like, be like, what have you guys been up to today on update? So then... (laughs) Nobody really got to find out what I was doing. And what I was doing was fuck actual all up here to gone viral on TikTok. <laughs> oh my god, yeah, we're like influencers now. I was out in Dunferland and like on Friday there, I think I released I released a TikTok today with the Burry Man. Follow us on TikTok at the Creepy Wee Podcast. Yeah. And for months, because I do digital marketing as a job, and for months I was like to Liam, I'm definitely gonna make a TikTok like a proper TikTok. I'm gonna do it. So <laughs> I got my finger out my arse because I was off the podcast and uh, made like a dramatic, like Neil Oliver esque way. <laughs> you sounded like a Merida from Brave. I literally, I was just texting and they were like, "Oh, you're Kelly McDonald slave." <laughs> <laughs> and um, there's like Braveheart music playing in the background and that. Watch it if you haven't. Any, but like, 150k people have watched it, and then yeah, we're we're here in your moment in the sun right now. We're charting. Oh higher than we've ever charted on spotify yeah dream etc yeah no but i just get a feeling that there's a lot of people in scotland that have lived in scotland their entire life and never heard of the Burryman. i don't know why i get that feeling (laughs) (laughs) love the engagement obviously but like every person in their dog was like i've never heard of this and i was like right well and some of them like (laughs) fair enough the ones where they hadn't heard of it and just were saying that and had to share every thought that entered their head but the people who are like, 
well, I've never heard of this. Like, some of them were pointed. And I was like, oh, okay, some of them were like, I'm like, I've literally put pictures of the Burry Man in this. Do you think I made this up? <laughs> and then the Burry Man's, the current Burry Man's wife commented, being like, this is my husband that's a Burry Man. I was like, no, Queen of Macho Starstruck. It was cast though. Me. And then, um, I was in Tom Ferlin and then a couple of lassies were like, oh my God, I seen your TikTok. Are you here for the Creepy Wee podcast? And I was like, finally. Finally, I've been recognised for my work because Liam kind of go like 20 feet in Glasgow with it. Somebody being like, oh, that's him for that podcast. <laughs> it was the time it was on the subway and I was like, oh my God, like no paparazzi, please. No one was taking a picture of me, but like, you know, I felt my fantasy. I was like, oh, I better put my sunglasses on, you know. <laughs> <laughs> your podcast that's got like, Five was um, no. We actually have a lot. You shop. You you gagged the girls a little bit with that information. Oh, I did. I like send Liam stats. I've got a hyper fixation on how many like listeners and subscribers <laughs> we have, and like calculated the entire amount. And I was like, no, like we're slain. We've made exactly two pound fifty of adsense <laughs> on this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> that's so much we're in rich. terms of adsense it is <laughs> i mean we won more than like the winners of rupaul's drag race uk so like all of them combined we won more money than them so. <laughs> I, did, um, I did look though because you can see like what can because i didn't choose the adverts that come up by the way like nobody please assume that i pick these adverts because mm. one of them was can you guess like what organization was doing adverts on your podcast was it the bbc no, that's what it was the British Army and Navy. <laughs> <laughs> not the demographic. Not the demographic. I mean certain people in your family. Kidding, uh, <laughs> <laughs> love you if you're listening. <laughs> not Look, the a job's Army. a job. A job's a job. Yeah. <laughs> a gig is a gig. We're booked and busy. That's not our fault. <laughs> <laughs> the other ones are like Garney and stuff, so Wait, hang on. I just need to ask, what media have you been consuming? Because that's what the people are here to listen to. What are, oh, shit. What are I, re- I, watched, I watched the whole season two of The Wilds in, like, a day. Which is, like, Amazon Prime's less scary, more emotional version of Yellow Jackets. It's no supernatural. Yeah, it's like, really good, though. It's, like, one of their flagship shows, isn't it? It's really, 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 really good. I haven't listened. Not listened. F- I haven't watched. I'm friends with the girlies, like all the lassies on it. I'm like, no, she's clearly my, she's my best Parasocial. friend. <laughs> Parasocial, Parasocial fictional relationship. <laughs> I'm like, no, she gets me. <laughs> Sarah Pigeon and an Emmy win. Opens if on anybody else, of her own. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> among us. It was, getting des- <laughs> it was getting desperate. I went to fanfiction.net. <laughs> I don't think I've consumed any other media. I was meant to go to the cinema this week to watch that new that new film, everything, everything, oh, everything everywhere, everywhere all at once. I was I meant really to go and see that, see that, and then forgot we are going to see Lord. So, oh yeah, Ella has a lot to answer for. Oh yeah, me and Liam are meeting up finally. Uh, creepy wee podcast meet up at Lord. I mean, everyone's going to be there. Uh, we should Lord go at the Usher My Hall. Chemical Romance or something. I feel like that would have. We would have been recognised. The way, when I got recognised, the night that was on in PJs in Dunferlin, it was an emo night. We love you, emos. Checks out. Checks I out. advertise our podcast to a certain demographic <laughs> and they show up. <laughs> Which is goths and emos. 
goths and emos and gay girls and thems. <laughs> That's gay girls. T Stevie Nicks has a lot to say. <laughs> I know for a fact. I know for a fact. Anyway, what other media have you been consuming since this is a pop culture podcast? I have been rewatching The Simpsons. So you have. Yeah. Liam will say something out of pocket on text and I'm like, what's that from? And he's like, it's a Simpsons quote. And I'm like, I don't know why I'd bother fucking asking anymore. <laughs> yeah, I've decided that we're going to do it in 10 episode blocks, like seasons. So the first 10 episodes was Game of Thrones. The second 10 episodes was Glee. Mm, this... And I, this is episode 19, but like Glee was played mm. out. The yeah, girls were true. done. We're now on to The Simpsons. So there's going to be a lot of slapstick comedy. <laughs> ah! <laughs> you know? <laughs> well, we're getting sidetracked. Let's spooky hole. <laughs> okay, T.E.T. So in the last episode, me and Holly happened to mention big cats because of the um, the panther that lives in Kelly Woods near me. Yeah. And then I asked... And Holly also asked for people to send in their big cat stories. Oh, and I have go- one. You go well, first, hold, though. Hold on, because I feel like this might be your one team. Oh, because this was this was sent in by your Sean. So, okay, oh. your Sean. Your Sean. And, uh, but, like, folks sent in, like, quite a lot. But this one, this one has, like, a like a, a ragtag team who, like, try to figure out, like, what the fuck's going on. Not so I bought <laughs> Like, literally. So, this is for the Rothshire newspaper couldn't remember what one i'll I'll quote the mystery of a panther like big cat spotted by a series of credible rothshire witnesses has been revisited by an acknowledged expert in the field Mm. of big cats the rothshire journal there we go was the first to report a number of mysterious sightings in the area last year and on the aftermath of some grisly and still unexplained livestock deaths the fucking rothshire chupacabra (laughs) like (laughs) In an exhaustively researched new book, Big Cats Facing Britain's Wild Predators, author Rick Minter acknowledges that the watch for the Highland Panther goes on. <laughs> Not Star Trek. <laughs> the author probes in detail a sighting near Embo where Lisa and Alana Sydenham first reported in the journal. The pair from Tain had been out driving on April 27th last year when their attention was grabbed by what they first thought was a black Labrador moving at the edge of a sown field. Watching closely, they believed the animal was much more cat-like. Lisa had the presence of mind to snap some pictures with a point-and-shoot camera. What the fuck were they doing with a (laughs) point-and-shoot These bitches. Uh, With a point-and-shoot camera and remained convinced that this was no ordinary domestic cat. For the purposes of the book, Lisa and Alana created a cut-out silhouette cat (laughs) as comparison scale and also used a marker pole. When we sent the new photos to filmmaker Mark Fletcher, who makes wildlife documentaries for BBC Natural World and is working on a documentary on UK feral cats, he admitted, we were all genuinely surprised at the results as the embo cat appeared to be in the region of 600 centimetres nose to rump. That is an extreme scale of domestic cat. I I'm gonna show you Huge the picture. Tree. I'm gonna Quite show literally. you the picture of this cat. <laughs> this looks like a fucking normal cat. Can you see? <laughs> this is like a really long house cat. It looks like cat dog. But I have an add-on to this story. So one time when I was like seven, I saw I looked out in my granny's back garden. <laughs> And I swear to you, I saw a fucking panther. I ran through <laughs> like a black 
pad that it was huge huge um big mistake huge anyway I ran to my mum and like because my granny has like a conservatory and so you can mm-hmm. see and, like her neighbors are like like all adjoined it's very suburbs like you, you can see mm-hmm. into the so it was over the fence to the neighbor's garden but the fence is like ankle high so I could see it and I was like panther in your granny's neighborhood. it was it was not like I swear to this day it was not a lab because like hell I'm not doxing my granny's neighbor um she doesn't have (laughs) she doesn't have a dog well she didn't she didn't have a dog at the time so I ran through to the living room and I was like oh my god oh my god come see this come see this and it wasn't there when we got back and then my granny was like "Mm, yeah (laughs) fucking panther in Inverness (laughs) surely um like literally everyone was there this was so embarrassing for me like my dad like I think he nearly peed himself laughing at this because he thought I was (laughs) well but I saw it I saw it I know what you saw I'm convinced I mean, considering how many articles I've been sent and then went on my own hunt for wildcat stories in Scotland and obviously in England and Wales, it also seems to be a big... I I mean, do you believe what Holly said when it's a slow news day? They're like, oh, let's just make up another big cat story. (laughs) (laughs) But the one in... There was a video of one in Rosyth like a few years ago and it was fucking huge. And I can remember the video being really high res at the time and now it's been sent to like that many like Twitter accounts and like journalists that it's just like so pixelated and you it's couldn't even tell what Facebook it is. Facebook Messenger too many times. Oh, literally. It's been screen recorded way too many times. I like went to go and post it on our Instagram and I was like, actually, it doesn't even matter. Like, it does not matter. <laughs> just an um, indistinguishable blob. Like, <laughs> like, it looks like the black smoke monster if he looks. Anyway, I mean, this episode's about Kelpies, finally, we're going to do it. Um, So we'll take a wee break, and then we'll come back, and we'll talk about Kelpie. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. 
For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. So, the water horse is the Celtic personification of the powers of streams, locks, and seas. In an 1887 edition of the Celtic magazine, they were described as the spirit of the flood. And the name Kelpie likely comes from the German word for calf, which is kalb. Sources often say that Kelpie is Gaelic in origin, but this isn't true. The Gaelic word for water horse is ek uske. So this obviously just means water horse in Gaelic. You'll often see different sources claim that the Echushka and Kelpies are different creatures depending on which body water they're beside. Traditionally, Kelpies were thought only to inhabit rivers, whereas the Echushka inhabit freshwater locks. That is the only difference there is between them. And Kelpies are water horses, Echushka literally water horse. They're the exact same thing. Catherine Briggs, the folklorist, who like I constantly reference, she says that the Echushka he like a tight, like a bit merry, like violent temperament, which they is have just a tight. <laughs> like a bit a bit maybe like a violent temperament which i'm like how mer- how much more extreme can it get because maybe i will get into <laughs> yeah i'll get into like what the kelpies do but like as far as we're concerned these are the same things if you did want to spot a kelpie compared to a normal horse you'd be able to tell by looking at its feet did you ken this liam the kelpies hooves are reversed so they're on backwards <laughs> sorry <laughs> i didn't know that um, so made me giggle <laughs> this trait is also shared by a water horse fey icelandic folklore called the niker or the necker uh, if you google that it's really similar to kelpies like horse dark in color seaweed in its hair was the necker actually <laughs> <laughs> so an Aberdeen variation portrays the Kelpie as a horse with a many serpents, kind of like a Medusa. Whereas the resident horse spirit of the River Spey and Moray is white and could entice victims on its back by singing. But it doesn't spe- hmm. specify whether it's like human singing or if it's like a horse whinnying. <laughs> but like, I would like to be like, can that TikTok that's gone a bit the day, that dog gone, yeah i think it's that white horse by taylor swift is actually what it sings we've got so many pop culture references to put in the instagram (laughs) post this week um fire so walter gregor a folklorist described kelpies as useful but hurtful and that kelpies would take their victims into the water devour them and then throw their guts back up on the water's edge. In its horse form, the Kelpie is able to extend the length of its back to carry many riders together down into the depths of the water to drown them. Kelpies have the ability to transform into like humans. Uh, you'll often see them pictured as like hot looking womanly nymphs. This is kind of inaccurate me. though. <laughs> this is kind of <laughs> inaccurate though because Kelpies in their human form are typically male. If you get close to a uh, Kelpie in human form, they probably give themselves away by heying Talking. either... Yeah, neighing <laughs> when they speak. <laughs> um, but they'd hay seaweed or water weeds in their hair. So immediately you'd be like, right, well, <laughs> something's up with this bitch. Like, like literally like old Greg. <laughs> <laughs> um... 
<laughs> a folktale for Barra in that where Hebrides tells a Kelpie that transforms itself into a handsome young man to woo a pretty young girl it was determined to make for its wife. The girl recognises the young man as a Kelpie and removes his silver necklace, which in his horse form would be his bridle. She does this whilst he sleeps and then the Kelpie immediately reverts back into its horse form and the girl takes it, takes the horse back to her father's farm where she puts it to work for a year. So this is how Kelpies are useful. At the end of the year, the girl rides the Kelpie to consult a wise man who tells the girl to return the silver necklace. The wise man then asks the Kelpie, who is once again transformed into a handsome young man that the girl had first met, whether, if given the choice, it would choose to be a Kelpie or a mortal. The Kelpie then turns to the girl and asks whether if he were a man, she would agree to be his wife. She confirms that she would, and after which the Kelpie chooses to become a mortal man and the pair are married. So some accounts state that Kelpies retain their hooves, even in their human form, uh, which leads to uh, an association in Christianity with Satan. So you can actually capture a Kelpie. So if a Kelpie appears as a horse without any kit on, like aka a bridle or a saddle, then it could be yeah naked uh, then it could be captured using a halter stamped with the sign of the cross and its strength could then be harnessed in tasks such as transportation of heavy millstones uh, some kelpies were said to already be wearing a bridle and sometimes a saddle and then would appear invitingly ready to ride in front of humans <laughs> like that's literally <laughs> from the source <laughs> if a kelpie was already wearing a bridle an exorcism might be achieved by removing it. A bridle taken for a Kelpie was said to be fully magical properties and if brandished towards someone was able to turn that person into a horse or a pony. Like <laughs> shit <too. laughs> <coughs> Um According to, baby. according to folklorist Lewis Spence, a Kelpie can be killed by being shot with a single silver bullet, after which it is seen to consist of nothing more than turf and a soft mass like a jellyfish. So this trope is like shooting like Calvinism. animals. Yeah, it's like kind of like the same in vampirism and werewolves and stuff. Like if you like damage them with a silver bullet or weapon, they'll basically immediately be like exercised. In Scottish folklore, it's more typical to see iron used. And this source is from 1999, so I don't know if he was just like playing into like a the culture of the time really call the vampire yeah. shit because you actually i'm not really sure about this the silver thing i would go i would go with iron like check our third episode and our second episode <laughs> to hear more facts about scotland and iron <laughs> we are so, single-handedly keeping the iron industry in business well we're taking back what thatcher took away <laughs> um, <laughs> So. Oh, similarly to a Kelpie that you stab with silver or iron, she is also a mound of dirt now. <laughs> <laughs> Who said that? <laughs> Liam, have you got any like actual folklore stories about Kelpies to tell us? I have, but before that, I actually wanted to talk about how Kelpies are actually in one of my favourite Robert Burns poems. Love. I was going to read this. I'm so glad you are. Addressed to the deal or addressed to the devil. Um, which is like a very interesting poem, actually. I recommend it. There's like translations of it, I think, online as well. Basically, the poem implies that Scottish Calvinist teachings of the time were fucking boring. (laughs) (laughs) So like Calvinism was like huge, 
huge in Scotland in like the 16th to 18th century. The main teachings of it were like, fear the devil, fear going to hell. And Robert Burns, despite being like Christian in belief or like believing in it, at least, was like, mm-hmm. this is fucking for squares, man. This <laughs> 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 sucks. Um, and he basically goes on to like describe, like poke fun at like the devil and like all of like his creatures one of which mm-hmm. is considered to be the Calpies. In one of the stanzas, he says, When those dissolve the snowy hood and float the jiggling icy bird, the water Kelpies haunt the bird by your direction, and nighted travellers are allured to their destruction. Which basically is saying that, like, when Kelpies are in, like, the the board, like, of the water, which is, like, the front of, like, a, like a loch or a river, like, where yeah. all the weeds and stuff are, nighttime travellers are, like, lured in by them to their death. And... I was like thinking about it and like, well, we discussed it. We texted about it. We gave away our content before we even did it. Basically, <laughs> um, it reiterates that like those traveling by water would meet a terrible fate. And it's thought that maybe Kelpies and Ech Ushke, they're sort of like almost like just a cautionary tale. In the same way, like a lot of fae creatures are considered to just be to keep children out of the woods alone. It stops them from playing by water at night. So, concurring with this narrative, specifically when we like discuss the <laughs> <laughs> uh, in a story from the Highland Tales, Volume Eleven, there's an infamous tale that involves several little girls being carried away by the the wee Ushke. The story takes place at a loch in in Aberfeldy, where seven girls and a little boy were going for a walk on a Sunday afternoon when they saw a beautiful little pony grazing by the side of the loch, minding its business, no thoughts, head empty, just free. <laughs> then one of the little girls just, without without even, like the story doesn't say she was even pushed into it or pressured into it. She just was like, I'm going to go on top of that horse. I want to know how old these children were that they were like, I'll ride that horse. I would not. I would not go near <laughs> I would never go near a horse, I'm scared of horses, like... Uh, living in Glasgow, somewhere where they just any small event happens, it's like, oh, let's walk out the crack Clydesdales. There's twenty people in that bar. Let's get Clydesdales. <laughs> like, anyway, uh, another girl mounted him, and the horse grew in length to accommodate her. At this point, I'd probably be like, oh, that was weird. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> then all seven of the girls jumped on, and the boy was like. Something's wrong here. Because, you know, like, obviously, folktale, men are smarter than women. So like, yeah, of course, of It's course. not as if, like, that's something <laughs> that I would say would normally be reversed. Anyway, um, all seven of the girls are on this horse, which is now, like, what, like, 20 foot long? The megalodon of horses. That's, like, slinky itself. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Slinky the dog from, like, fucking Toy Story. Um, yeah, so they're all on top of it, and the horse is, like, He says, he? <laughs> the pony says, <laughs> sorry, <laughs> come on, little scabby head, get on my <laughs> Come on, scabby head. <laughs> Sickening. <laughs> no. <laughs> uh, the Lugandra Strandro horses must be said. Um, <laughs> The 
the boy was like, something's wrong here. He's had this talking horse that just got longer. I think something's up with that. <laughs> <laughs> so he, he ran up to the rocks and then the horse saw him do this and started chasing him. <laughs> and then they sort of like started diving between the rocks like chasing each other i'm imagining it like a scene from the classic scooby-doo like at some point they run out from behind the rocks and the boys carrying the horse and all seven <laughs> of the girls are chasing them or something <laughs> but, so the horse is chasing the boy with all seven of the girls like screaming on its back and um, benny hill like <laughs> playing in the background and the pony couldn't reach the boy pony boy Sophie Stan confirmed. <laughs> Wait, Sophie Tribute Act, and it's just Kelpie in all capitals. <laughs> the only song that they perform is Pony Boy. <laughs> um, anyway, he says, fuck it, give me that damn bucket. He's over it. And he jumps into the water with the girls. And then the boy goes back the next day and finds their livers floating at the top of the water and I was like that's weird that's suspicious <laughs> but um I then read I was like well why was the liver significant and I thought maybe it was like they couldn't eat it or something because like it purifies toxins but that's not it so in oh. olden times livers were because they're like the biggest internal organ in the body and mm -hmm. um, if you stab the liver usually a person is unwell because it's like a really essential organ as well it cleans all, the, all your toxins and stuff your one's been working hard the past decade. Mine's been working hard, working <laughs> um, round the clock. Yeah, so basically people in olden times, they were like, yeah, this is probably a very important thing. So like they associated like animals that could eat the liver or could do anything like remove it or that as like vicious predators. So they were unsafe mm -hmm. to be around. So like, it's a sign of danger if the liver is yeah. affected. Yeah. Just that's clever to me. Yeah, but like, obviously the Kelpie is dangerous. If it, <laughs> if it took all it these glasses and found them, like, oh, that was good enough to leave the liver. They must be that bad. <laughs> He's watching his figure, his very long figure. Oh, I did want to ask. Mm -hmm. So, do you think animals have like, like they react to food the same way we do? Like, it didn't eat the liver, but maybe it was just like, ew, liver. Because like liver, when you cook it, you need to like. You like you need to soak it in milk and stuff to get all the like enzymes deactivated. So maybe it was just like get the bile. <laughs> maybe it was just like mm, this one's not for me because like I suppose underwater it's very get hard to get a hold of like cow milk. <laughs> <laughs> so do you think animals are like the same as us? Where they're like, I'm not eating that. That's gross. Meows. <laughs> <laughs> so normally. Folklore, like we've discussed already in Scotland, centers around each loch or river having like one water horse spirit that resides in it, protects it, or kills people in it. One of the two things happens. The book Select and Highland Folk Tales by Ronald McDonald Robertson, the side hustle of Ronald McDonald, dead ass, <laughs> recounts a story in 1938 where a woman named Mary Faulkner was walking home, taking a shortcut by a nearby loch, where she saw a group of horses at the loch front of loch i want to say garavate just say just say loch <laughs> and then in this herd one of the white ones she was like oh see that that looks like my neighbor's horse i'm gonna get on the back of that and it's gonna carry my shit home for me <laughs> she walked over to the horse she's like 
oh, this is a lot bigger than my neighbor's horse. Maybe it's not. She looked to her side and noticed that the the mane of the horse intertwined with the like seagrass and yeah. went into the log. Um, and she was like, I know what that is. And she legged it, get that fire exit door, I'm off. She <laughs> legged it. And then she was actually apparently there with someone who corroborates her story word for word. Nice. Um, and so they're so convinced that they saw a herd of Echushke uh, in that nice. So if you're ever near Loch, I can't say the name, so I can't actually warn you properly. <laughs> don't, <laughs> don't get on the horse. Don't uh, do the the imagery, like it's hair being like tangled in the weeds of the water, is fucking terrifying. Yeah, messy boots. Mostly because, like, <gasps> so one time I was at uh, Oliver Heldon's gig, and someone spat out chewing gum, and it went to my friend's oh. hair. She <laughs> was like, "There's gum in my hair," and so I, as someone who watches The Simpsons, remember that Grandpa Simpson said. Chewing gum needs to be chewed out. <laughs> chewed the chewing oh. gum out of her hair. That would never happen in the times of COVID. Anyway, the image of like the weeds intertwining with the horse's mane reminds me so much of what I saw in her hair that day. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, you've taken all the darkness yet. Yeah. Thanks for that. <laughs> Gone off the back of what Liam said about like every, like basically every river and lock in Scotland has their own version of a water horse. We'd be remiss if we did not call back RG. episode 10 <laughs> to Ernesti. So it goes that, and if you listened to episode 10 or episode Ernesti, you would have heard Liam speaking about an encounter between St. Columba and a monster that he basically exercises for Loch Ness. And that is Nessie, but a lot of people who are in the camp, a Nessie being some kind of plesiosaur, megalodon, ancient dinosaur, or a giant eel, a lot of people... Or a whale penis, think, latest one, whale penis. Whale penis is the latest theory behind Nessie. Um, but a lot of people are like, oh, well, it's in the highlands, it's by a loch, like it must be a kelpie. Um I'll call bullshit on that. Nessie <laughs> ate the kelpie. Yeah. She said, yeah. who the fuck are you? <laughs> who you the better fuck be are you? <laughs> um, like Liam said, it's very much how the fairy tales like the Brothers Grimm and Hans Christian Andersen were made as cautionary tales to keep children away from forests and stuff like that or strangers. This is another way for Scottish people and obviously every other culture in the world that has their own water horse to keep children away from water because water and if you've ever been near any fast flowing rivers in the highlands you'll can um water can be very very dangerous although that tale that you just told where there's somebody else who's there to corroborate it if a source is detailed enough i'm on board yeah i'll i'll believe anything <laughs> we've been new but i but do when the, when the... A horse says when the horse calls someone a scab head then i'm like mm -hmm. <laughs> i don't think a, i don't think a dignified kelpie would say that <laughs> i i think kelpies are like so much in the forefront of people's minds because of this sculpture or statues that are in falkirk if you've ever been they're just named kelpies because it's a word in scotland for horse but the monument that's in Falkirk is by the canals and it's there to represent the working animals 
in Scotland. Like it's there to like it's to praise them for all the work that they did by the canals. And considering in the stories that we've told how many people abused Kelpies for their manpower, mm. then very fitting name. Yeah. But I think that is like folk think it's a statue today with folklore. It's not. It's a statue today with our uh, comrades who helped on the canals <sighs> and on the farms. <laughs> you ever read Animal Farm? Uh, yeah, I think I did in school. Remember when they sent the horse to the glue factory? Me when That's I see awesome. a Kelpie. Who do you think you are? <laughs> you're gluten me, bitch. <laughs> are you going to try and drown me? Look at this. Your bones are glued out. <laughs> I, I think I've got, like, I can remember watching the film for Animal Farm, but I was also going through a phase of just watching, like, films today with pigs. So, like, that and Babe and Charlotte's <laughs> Web are all absolutely fused together for me. Like, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. I can't learn nothing like. What's that one where the girl has a pig nose? Oh, Penelope. Penelope, classic, classic. You, uh, no, you, McGregor. Who's the other Scottish actor? Sean Connery. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, the oh, what's his name? Colin Farrell's Irish, right? Uh, oh fuck, he's in the X Men films. Oh, uh, James McAvoy. James McAvoy, he's in Penelope. Is he? Uh, is I he? fancied Penelope when she got rid of the pig nose. <laughs> Who plays her? Okay. Are people sticking around for this? Yeah, I know why I fancied her. It's Christina Ricci. Shut <laughs> up. No, it's not. It is. It is. Reese Witherspoon's also in it. I don't rem- I, I don't know if I've even seen it. Yup, it's Christina Ricci. I think yep. because everyone was, like, telling me to go see it at a young age, I was like, I want to fucking see that film. It kind of fucking scared me, I'm not going to lie. When she got rid of the pig nose, I was like, yup, I'll bang. Not everyone can afford Adams. a nose job. I can. I had one on the NHS. <laughs> <laughs> Not cosmetic, in case anybody's like thinking, like, bitch, your nose is fucking busted. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I send suggestions in for what you want to hear in our like next Ronnie Wee episodes. Um, we're going to be back in two weeks' time and we're going to be picking our own fucking topic because that's what we want to do. And we're going to do Scottish customs and superstitions. Part, part two, two. electric boogaloo. <laughs> 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 you were like looking at me as if you say, say it, it. Say it. <laughs> um, but I follow us on Instagram at the Creepy Wee Podcast, Twitter at the Creepy Wee Pod, TikTok at the Creepy Wee Podcast, and you can send in any stories to the Creepy Wee Podcast at gmail.com and visit our website, the Creepy Podcast.co.uk. Bye. <clears throat> What are you waiting for? What are you waiting for? What are you waiting for? Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.